Good morning. Your wake-up call number 430. Best and worst case scenario. There's a lot of people who are praising positive thinking and which are very focused on seeing the best, the highest and the most possible in any situation. And in itself, there's nothing wrong with that. But in relation to whatever you are stuck in, in relation to that which you are, have not been able to change yet, in relation to that, that which you keep starting on and giving up on, starting over and over, taking two steps, step forwards and one or three back, right there, it is a bad strategy. You are not ready for that strategy. Best case scenario. That is what we could really, what we really want, what we would want the most. And that's available to us when we feel good. Or when, when we are not confronted with immediate action. We have a tendency to over rate ourselves when we are very inspired and connected with what we want to do with who we really are perhaps even in good company etc and we have a tendency to overrate ourselves when it's not right now that we need to act but sometime in the future even if it's only the near future like after work today or tomorrow morning and we can be very <laughs> courageous if it's in one week or even next year. Best case scenario usually only works in theory but not in practice. Best case scenario can be a good direction, orientation or even a goal but only on paper. Only as long as we dream about it, imagine the lives that we would like to live and the ones we would like to be, etc. When it comes to do all of it, the practical doing of it, you will have to leave best case scenario, no matter how appealing it is, no matter how much you want it, and choose worst case scenario regardless of how small how uninteresting how slow and how it doesn't matter yet that you think it becomes when you decide for action an action which you want to go all in on and honestly speaking your action and your goal deserves all in then you either need to be in or imagine yourself in your worst-case scenario when you are going to act on it. So just for clarity, let's take a practical, theoretical example. It could be, for instance, that you have the longing, the goal, the desire to be healthy. And perhaps you have heard your wake-up call in the month of May, which actually made a lot of sense to you. 
So now you realize you need to eat less sugar, far less sugar. In fact, you need to avoid sugar and fruit, at least what's not in season, and all that highly processed food from cookies to bread and all those junk food, all that junk food that's existing. And that's only talking about the food. Then also, you also have all the lifestyle things that you need to change. It can quickly become a very huge, very prestigious and unfortunately also overwhelming project just becoming healthy or healthier. So first steps, step which I'm inviting you to is tough enough. Choose only one thing that you want to act upon and only one thing. Either something that you want to do or something that you want to not do anymore. Out of all of those things that you really needed to act on and change in order just to become healthy or healthier, out of all of that, only choose one thing. What is pulling you? What is speaking to you? What is exactly the right next step for you? And now you make a reality check. And that's where optimism and positivism really is no help. On the contrary, not if you really want to succeed with progress, meaning sustainable actions. And you know, it's proven a long time ago that um, that consistency beats size. Whatever will determine if your progress lasts, meaning if it's sustainable or if you get going at all, that's not the size of the action, but that's the commitment. That's the, the fact that you go all in. And that's why you need to find your inner pessimist, not your realist. She has nothing to do with reality. Not when you go all in and you really want to change something. And you have a pessimist inside, even if you typically are a positive and optimistic person. And you find your inner pessimist by imagining worst case scenario. So... Whatever you want to act upon, this single thing, put that into your worst day. You are tired, you are hungry, you are stressed and you don't want to. And you have 700 good explanations and reasons and justifications on why it's not today that you need to make that action or perhaps not at all. That's your worst case scenario. That's how small your action need to be that you go all in on. How small does your action need to be in order to be possible in your worst case scenario? And then you will know that this action you have committed yourself to 
it is small enough so that you can do it even in such a day and such a situation, even in worst case scenario. You know, hand on heart, that if you would do it, you could. You don't want to, or there will come a day where you don't want to. When you're going to do it on a worst case scenario day, but here and right now, you know that you could if you would. There are really no excusing, excusing, no explanation, no argument that can stand against that modest size of your action. Really none. And now you can go all in. 99% of the time. That's sustainable. It's not very sexy. But it's only a start. And it's only because you are stuck in this area. And you can always do more in days where you have more possibility and where you feel better. And it feels so good to go all in because you keep your own promises. And you deserve to feel that. Because that will keep you sustainable. That will secure your progress. progress. 